All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Good afternoon, everybody. Another episode of the Real Life Podcast coming to you from Little Brick, the center of Edmonton. The office temperature can be described as mostly comfortable. Nice today. Very. There's an adjunct heater that we plugged into the wall. Mm-hmm which precludes everybody upstairs from being warm because it's their source of heat. We cuddle. Your boy Wanye's here. Bag Milk's here. That's right. Special guest. Jared, you want to say your last name or you want to keep that shit on the DL? Let's keep it on the DL. All right. All right. Make him guess, you know. Jared has joined the Nation Network in a very important capacity because he's in charge of audio and video and virtual reality coming in 2023. Yep. And anybody of the 11 people who listen to this podcast, six of which are me with different accounts, would know our audio got a little bit left in the lurch this summer because we tried to make a staffing change and it didn't work. Mm -hmm. And then Nation Dan, bless his heart, stepped up and you came in on a Wednesday morning and tried to give us podcasting 101 and I dutifully wrote it all down. Yeah. Didn't work. It worked. Audio thoughts on this so far? Yeah, I think we need an upgrade. Yeah. Uh, Dan did a good job for what, I mean, for a guy who had no Amazing. idea how to do any podcast Phenomenal. before. Yeah. Uh, I thought he did a good job, but it was important we leveled up. Yeah. And now we did. Yeah. And when Jared, you came aboard mm-hmm. and we're three weeks into working together. This is start of week three. And you have now seen the curtain lifted back from the Nation Network, see what it is we claim to do for a living around here. Yeah. And first of all, perhaps tell us a little bit about where the, your prior biography and business and life coming into this so people know who you are, so they know who to tweet at and say, why is Wanya yelling into that mic and why are the plosives so loud? Plosives. I cut them, man. They're out. I cut them. They're so smooth now. Yeah. Right? So where'd you come from? 
I uh, I came from uh, the world of recording. Yeah, or recording of it resonate. Yeah, resonate is resonate a music, music studio. school and studio and studio. I think yeah. it's a really cool, so it's a music studio in the west end of town. Uh, Northwest music school and studio, one of the biggest in Western Canada. I think that's so cool. Yeah, and the kids go to the music school. And yep. one of your early innovations for the business was if you go and do your practicing, you get an hour in the music studio. Is that well, it wasn't me, but uh, but yeah, that was part of the whole deal. For it's, the purposes of the podcast, it's you. Your name sure. is Jared Resonate. The Jared. whole entire thing was your idea. And you also invented Stuck the microphone. Finish, Congratulations. Yeah. And podcasting. Yeah. But kids got to go to this school yep. and got to have some time in the every, studio. Every three months, they get an hour with uh, an engineer in the, in the recording studio. That's sick. So they feel like a rock star for the day. It's great. And that inspires them to go and do more music stuff. Yeah. It gives them like a, you know, an ends to learning an instrument other than I can play Mary had a little lamb for mom and dad's friends when they come over. Good track though. It's solid. It's you heard it on electric guitar. Unbelievable. Ooh. Fire. Blistering. Little, little pumps versions. Just oh, straight Johnny fire. Lang version. Straight Here's fire. Guitar joke for <laughs> so you go to resonate. You're there for five years. Is yep. that correct? Yep. And during that time, it's now one of the biggest music schools in Western Canada. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. And you do a big gala. This is what got me really excited. Yeah, we do. A, um, we have a foundation as well called the Resonate Music Foundation. Provides low-income families with subsidized music lessons. So everybody can enjoy the magic of music in their lives. That's super important. Yeah, it is. It's, uh, it's very healthy. And they have a gala, the production yeah. value of which is better than the American Music Awards. <laughs> and yeah. the kids come out and they do numbers in front of the friends and family in the audience. And out at the... Yeah, we did it at uh, Meyer Horowitz oh, yeah. uh, last year at yeah. uh, the U of A, and we had uh, over 700 people attend, 18 songs, 18 bands, bands of 11 to 35 people was the biggest band, and we did songs from the movies last time. That's sick. I yeah. just imagine it's like School of Rock. Mm. Exactly. That was actually the final song was the... Uh, the uh, oh, really? Yeah, the song from uh, School of Rock, so... That's sick. Like, do you ever take music lessons when you're a kid, Bag Milk? I always wanted to. Played several instruments. Yeah. The old man was like, I already pay for hockey. I'm not paying for music lessons, too. And I was like, well, fair. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. It's a little cheaper than hockey. Well, that's why he had to pick his... I think you picked the right move. I had to pick my poison. And that's why tonight you'll be suiting up for the St. Louis Blues. That's right. Yeah. Curse my shitty jeans. Bag Milk's actually skill. got a lot of music, musical skill. He never talks about it. Really? Yeah, he's always secretive. I like fiddling. I like noodling around on some yeah, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Run down the instruments you play for the kids. Well, poorly. Like I should say play poorly. At my house, I got uh, guitar, piano, bass, mandolin, and I uh, just bought a ukulele. Oh, nice. Yeah. Ukulele. Becoming very popular. They're fun. That and harmonica. Screwing around. I'm surprised. Why Look not? at you. Amazing. When, I, when you first told me that, I was impressed. Nothing impresses me. I don't watch a lot of TV, so I try to fill my days with something a little bit more productive. Ah. Well... That makes one of us sitting around this table. <laughs> I, on the other hand, spent most of the weekend watching Fuck That's Delicious, the Action Bronson cooking show, Great and show. listening to Action Bronson songs while I made myself food to watch more episodes of the Action Bronson show. It sounds better than it is on my end. I watched probably six episodes of Doomsday Preppers yesterday on Netflix. Doomsday Preppers. It's the best. <laughs> I love it. They're like, there's an EMP coming. I need 10 years worth of food. I'm so in. Yeah. I love that shit. All you need to know is one doomsday prepper. Yeah. And then if shit goes down, you go to That's his buried school buses with a pickaxe. Next thing you know, you're living with his wife and weirdo kids because you've taken over. I saw on the episode list that there's a couple from Edmonton on the season of doomsday preppers that I'm watching, and I can't Ooh. wait to see what they're up to. 
because now I'll know where they are and I'll have my food reserves sorted. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're listening to this podcast right now. Nobody's listening to this podcast. <laughs> 11 people. Well, so the numbers. Last say. time I looked at the numbers, it was 15. 15? Yeah. We're up. Now we're working towards publishing on Spotify. We're on Spotify we're now. On Spotify. We're on Stitcher Premium. We're I don't know what that means. We're on Google Play Music. Nope. Hell yeah. We're on everywhere. Hmm. Get it in you. Yeah. Wherever you get your podcast from. Wherever you get podcasts from, we should be there. Now. And we should remind everybody, this is a perfect time to remind everybody, yep. to subscribe. Absolutely. For free. How, however you get your podcasts. If yep. you're streaming it to your smart coffee maker in the morning, yep. subscribe. We'll put a link up to the RSS feed and it'll just load into your Apple phone and bring you new episodes every week automatically. I had a buddy phone me over the weekend and say, how do I listen to this podcast? And I said, well... <laughs> You can go on SoundCloud. You can uh-huh. go on iTunes. Mm-hmm. You can go on Google Play. And he's like, no, 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 no. Like, where do I send the money? How do I listen to this? And I was like, oh, well, you just bring $40 down the little brick <laughs> and you slide it under the door yeah. and then I will email you the podcast. <laughs> I like having max distribution. We're even putting things on YouTube now. We're just kind of yeah. casting a wider net for everything so yeah. that no matter where you're at, how you listen, how you want to watch, well, maybe not watch. Yeah, well, you can you get can, it. You can look at the picture sure. on YouTube while it's playing. Who doesn't want to do that? Yeah, that's nice. That reminds me of the optimal video angle we're creating downstairs in the podcast studio. Jared, do you want to make any threats or comments about the podcast studio you <laughs> yeah, were promised? Like to see it done? Ah, you know? Yeah. At some at some point. I yeah. saw Chalmers in uh Cleveland, I believe. Yeah. Chalmers is how do I put this? Chalmers is a very busy trades guy in northern Alberta that lived through the boom. Oh, okay. The man has never had to worry about work. Fair enough. He has got a lineup of people around the block, and we did a very fair trade. Come on the podcast. Help me build a podcast studio. <laughs> I think he's done like 12 episodes, including <laughs> drunkenly telling Brandon Davidson, who was about to tell us about the Nuge, to <laughs> shut up, quote unquote, mm-hmm. because his uncle has racehorses. Tremendous. It was great. If we were doing that in our own podcast studio, this would be an A-plus business transaction. <laughs> Well, I'm super jacked here because I think also I've seen the video quality improve, okay. which is really yeah. important, right? We yep. got to get better if we're going to be filming Donaire reviews and other bullshit. The one minute men. See, that's what I love is having a pro in house to film our dumb shit ideas. Yeah. Like when we were shit faced last weekend doing a Donaire review, yeah. just in a parking lot, there's Jared filming everything all pro like, and I'm cackling laughing through the whole thing. That's all you can hear. It's just me laughing. You know, Violent Gentleman, you're familiar with that brand? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So when Violent Gentleman came up here one time, we took the nation limo to Rexall and Violent Gentleman had their video guys and they orbited Violent Gentleman like electrons. Like they were just moving in like a 360 circle at all They're times. just vlogging them the whole time. Nervous for me because yeah. I'm, you know, weird. And we get out and I only, I, I got to the party late and I knew we weren't going to be able to talk much at the game and I wanted to talk to them about some business stuff. So we get out of the nation limo and these guys are circling around. These are the only video guys I've ever seen live. And I'm trying to make my point. I'm trying not to be on camera. And I walked right into a light pole. <laughs> and the VG guys, bless their hearts, didn't want to laugh at me because you got, you got respect in these <laughs> yeah. states. But I could tell they wanted to laugh. Of course. And I just thought to myself, you know, this is why I don't have a video guy following me around all the time because yeah. embarrassing shit happens to me every 30 seconds. If you videotaped me walking into a pole, would you edit it out? No. Ah, mm. that's a shame. Mm. But I wouldn't be videotaping you. Well, first of all, videotape is a, what do we even say? 
VCRing, recording, Video laser game. disc. I think beta maxing, beta maxing. Would you? You're making a phonograph, I assume. Yeah, an <laughs> oscillating photo of some sort. A moving picture show. The movie, the talkies. <laughs> the you're filming talkie, a talkie. Yeah. <laughs> Videotape still plays, doesn't it? Bag milk. Folks? Sure, of course. Sure. I sure got a. Does. I got a copy of uh, Basic Instinct on VHS somewhere nice. still. I'm sure. Do you remember the first time you saw Basic Instinct? Yes. There's a couple of movies that just like I think of in my mind. Yeah. Basic Instinct's one. There's a movie called Ski School 2. Oh, man. The what ski happens in Ski stuff. School 2? And Ski Patrol. They were just like, they were just one. naked babes all ah, the time. Yeah. It was just like for 10-year-old bag milk, it was just sure. heaven. Sure. So there was those two, and then, now I'm blanking on the third one. But those two were just like, whew. Anyway. Picture a five-year-old Wanye. Mm. Head, same size. Profit, eight. I'm out in Ottawa with my older cousins who are probably 12 and 14. They, my parents were doing parent things, uncle and aunt, not watching kids, basement. You know how this is going to go. Yeah. I saw Alien mm. and then a porno. <laughs> Do you remember what the porno was? <laughs> I don't know. A porno of some variety, but I was like, that woman is killing that man. Was it an <laughs> Aliens parody porno? Like sex <laughs> content and horror like fused in my brain into one amazing <laughs> afternoon and then i came upstairs and sat on the couch and saw addicted to love that video by robert palmer yeah yeah and i remember just being like this is a formative day in my life <laughs> now you turned on by guar concerts <laughs> i saw the thing come out of the the chest in alien and then i saw a nude chest and then i ended it with robert palmer there you go. That was a day, I'll tell you. Of an afternoon. So I don't remember seeing Basic Instinct because after that point, I was like, no, I don't want any of this. That's a big day. Oh. Yeah, that's a real big day. You can't, as an older cousin, overestimate the impact you have on a younger cousin when you introduce him to both horror as a genre <laughs> and the adult film industry as a genre. <laughs> I worry about little kids now. I worry because like you had to go to great lengths in those days to yeah. see nudity. You, and as Find I got it older, in the woods. Hmm? At a construction site. Exactly. Or your friend's big brother. Yeah, or you exactly. needed like 20 minutes in the old, you know, dial up, the old 56K. Yeah, this, was pre, up, this is pre internet of any sort. Mm -hmm. Or you had to like watch Showcase at three in the morning on a Friday. Oh, yeah. yeah. To see a weird French movie that has a love scene, which was worth it because you yep. go to school on Monday morning and be like, <laughs> anybody watching Showcase? That's of course, what everybody to me was. this weekend, right? But now kids can see whatever they want, whatever they want. Yeah, just Google it. Greedy. And that's it. Greedy bastards, these kids. I think you can Google nudity. I don't think Google has nudity. Pretty sure. I remember a buddy of mine telling me that his, this is a gross story, but you have to remember the context. His like grade two son did a class project on beavers <laughs> and went to the Google machine ah. as one would, mm. and it was not what he was looking for. And he said, times have changed, Wanye. It's no longer like when we were kids. And you would go to the library and go to the encyclopedia. And there was a quarter page on beavers. And you copied down all the important facts and then tried to puff that out with a table of contents and do a three-page report on beavers. <laughs> Disastrous. So when you look at the Nation Network, Jared. Yes. What do you think? Where are the opportunities? What are we doing that's cool? Let's get an outside perspective as to what we're doing. Uh, I, I really like the uh, the video content that's starting to come out. I think there's a lot of uh, fun stuff we can do with that, uh, especially around HQ, mm -hmm. kind of the day-to-day -day stuff that happens. There's a lot, of, uh, a lot of fun stuff behind the scenes that people don't really get to see or hear. So there's a lot of potential for that. And, and the podcast stuff, I think, I think that we can have a lot of fun with that, incorporating some video, maybe doing some live stuff. Mm -hmm. um, 
obviously there's some logistics to figure out about doing a live real life podcast but uh two of us are a little bit weird <laughs> two-thirds of the hosts don't want to be seen <laughs> but you're coming to the conclusion bag milk you're you're more famous than you realize and now you're doing beat casts on the front steps of the pines you're 45 seconds away from judging a hot topic tropic hot uh, topic contest yeah you know what i'm saying <laughs> wet t-shirt contest See, and diamonds. i disagree really doing a beat cast in front of that the 10 people or whatever it was was unique because i was way wasted Right. Way drunk or true. else that just doesn't happen. No, I go hide in the corner no, in the back or I'm like, Rick, I need to do this beat cast in the beer fridge in the office. Yeah. yeah. So that was, that was all that was. Okay. Well, you know what? <laughs> audio pro. I won't say videotape, but I will say video audio video pro here. Bag milk's unaging good looks. Sooner or later, these two are going to plug in. I sold my soul to the devil, Jared. Yeah, it's coming. Thank you. It's pretty interesting, the company, though, overall, like the fact Very. that you hear a guy like Dan talking about walking down the street in Germany and people know who he is and we're making, making German kids cry, streaming it all from this little old house in the center of town. Like, it's pretty interesting it is. Uh, overall what's going on. It's a different world that we live in now for the media, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I was watching the Action Bronson show. Let's talk about that a little bit more, Bag Milk. And this lady comes up to him and goes, ooh you're the star of this show and it's just like super dismissive and he's just like <laughs> with the confidence of a man who's banged half of earth and has yeah. nine million in the bank he's like it's a different age lady and just like pat her on the back and walked <laughs> away i'm like it is a different age <laughs> it's a very different age yeah because well now especially i think even from when i started here just getting stuff done our dumb ideas that we have executing them is so much easier now well, because people are watching now. When we started out, it was still like you could name most of the citizens off the top sure. of your head. Yeah. But like right now, as we're talking right now, Dusty Nielsen's recording a show on our Facebook page live. He just set it up with a camera in his house and just away he goes. He's answering questions live right now. And I just think that's awesome. Amazing. I like knowing that we're kind of on top of that stuff as well. And as technology improves and as we have better options to play, that we're going to do it. Why wouldn't we? I agree. If you can get a company like Jaegberger or a company like Get Sauced, makers of the Colon Destroyer, but that's neither here nor there, <laughs> if they see the value as advertisers in these types of products in a world where how the hell do you even get anybody's attention anymore? Yeah. Like like our friends at Sherwood Ford, they're doing a Gus versus Frank. Like this is dogs picking yeah. treats off sheets and people love it. Frank Amazing. did a great job the other day, though. Frank's back in the mix. One and yeah. two now. My boy Frank picking the Oilers three straight games. Bang. He's a homer. That's good. What are you going to do? Bless Got his the heart. faith. Bless his heart. He's got it going on. Yeah, man. Like the first video that he did, almost 8,000 people watched Frank. Unbelievable. That's ridiculous. That's four times the audience of a Carolina Hurricanes radio telecast. Exactly. Do we still say radio? Telecast? Broadcast. I think they are. Are they Broadcast? one of those ones Damn that the hell. <laughs> this isn't my shtick. Didn't there... Aren't they one of the teams that now simulcast radio and TV at the same time? Because nobody's listening. Yeah, that sucks. When players talk about, I don't want to go to Edmonton because people care. I'd like to hear the counter argument of somebody who's like played in Carolina for eight years when they won against the Oilers. Do you remember that, Jared? Yeah. You remember? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't. I do. That's neither here nor there. They had to let all the arena employees as a paid shift come into the arena to watch the cup parade, which just went around the arena. Wow. That was a parade. Yeah. I didn't know that. Where would you rather just ply your trades? <laughs> would you rather ply your trade in Edmonton where sure you'll get told off the seven 11 when you're trying to buy beef jerky. Why not? Only if things are bad. Well, exactly. Sure. And things aren't going to go bad for 
11 more years, probably. <laughs> or would you rather play in Carolina where, yeah, your check clears, but... Yeah, I mean, if you are really wanting to be the best of the best, then why wouldn't you want to be here? Do you know what I mean? If you're a guy like... Here's the way I look at it. If you're Connor McDavid and you win, when you win a cup here, you'll be a god forever. God. Forever. Forever. Just like old Gretz, man. Him and Kate's went to the game on Saturday. Everybody's like, check these check these bad boys out. They mean business. I didn't see them together, though. I saw him talking to Dolan, mm-hmm. which is terrifying. Mm. And we'll get to that after this, because sure. with our new audio video chap yeah. present, I don't want to go over time by much more than five minutes. We'll be back. Real Life Podcast. Alberta is where you find hardworking hands. Where prairie-grown rye meets mountain spring water. Where we pull dragons from the ground. And we choose Rig Hand Distillery. Vodka, whiskey, gin, and more. Rig Hand is made from Alberta-grown ingredients, locally distilled and distributed. It's a bottle of Alberta. Ask for award-winning Rig Hand in your liquor store and visit RigHandDistillery.com. We're back. Real Life Podcast brought to you by our good friends at Rig Hand Distilleries, makers of all types of delicious liquor. Had myself a double-double today, Wanya. What do you think of that? Already? Oh, yeah. Ooh. Give him a week off. Here at Little Brick? That's right, son. What'd that shot cost you? Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> Gave me a little deal. A little discount. <laughs> oh, did they? Oh, did they? <laughs> well, isn't that nice to know? Oh. Old Bag Milk comes in and said, hey, why don't you pour some of that double-double in that coffee? Mm. Mm. Delicious. It Rig hands. Thank you. Warms the soul. Are you stepping on Tim Horton trademarks? Probably. But as the Oilers Nation, you can get a long way stepping on trademarks. Nothing yep. to worry about. <laughs> Before the break, we were talking with Jared, last name TBD, about the audio video plans for the nation going forward. And he talked about the difference of a media company, sort of he talked about, but the difference Mm -hmm. between a media company 20 years ago and a media company now. If you have an audience now, you can have 8,000 people watch a dog pick the winner of the game. It's true. It's a brave new world. 2,000 people watch a man eat beets. Man eat beets. Isn't that absurd? 2,000 people watch me eat beets. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just riffing, asking questions, talking to the people. We're all in it together. That's, That's how I looked at it. What kind of shows do you want to do? What kind of content do you want to make, Jared? For me personally? Yeah, for us. What do you want to do now that you got the calm, as they say in Star Trek? I don't know. Like I said, I think just around the office stuff. Really? Can, yeah, and it, it, it'll it'll evolve into little segments. Like the, the Minutemen, I think that's hilarious. I don't know if you guys saw the Minutemen video. That's the best. Last week. It's it, the best. It oh, escalated in, snowballs? Yeah. yeah. Chris takes one right in the melon. <laughs> just just a headshot. It's good. And then the the uh, mailbox on the side of the fence just about <laughs> got taken off. Yeah. <laughs> by a rocket. Well, I think that with the opportunity now to do professional quality production, yeah. a lot of opportunities will open themselves up for Absolutely. us. Absolutely. I think uh, actual biographic content. Yeah. Right? Like I look at a guy like the Nuge. I love the Nuge. There's nothing out there about the Nuge yeah. in terms of information. And in an absence of understanding who the Nuge is, if you look him up, it's just the garbage bean bag milk pump out where That's we call right. him a baby and we tell him he's good looking. And in the absence of power, there's a vacuum and garbage will rise to the top. He's Kinda a full like, grown man now though. Well, exactly. He looks good. Yeah. His oh, neck real is good. thick. Neck is bigger than his head. I would love a 30 minute documentary about the Nuge. Yeah. I think that's definitely something that that should be done i would like a documentary about every single oiler in the roster i feel like we don't know much about these guys part of the reason i think oilers fans are so mad at the team all the time is because they're not getting anything back in a lot of instances other than game time footage yeah 
The interviews with the players are horrible. They're not presented as human beings. Yeah, the social media doesn't do much in-depth stuff. It's more just kind of over-the-top coverage. And we're left to make up shit to fill the void. Yeah. Right? I think Oilers Nation has an interesting opportunity, if we can sort our relationships out with the powers that be, to actually start making more content of what we want. So when we started off the website, my initial goal was we want a real Oilers website with real Oilers reporters and Gregor and Brownlee and low tide and Stradwick and dusty Nielsen. And we've done that. Yeah. You know, if Oilers nation wasn't us, I would read it every single day because I love the Oilers and I want 24 seven content year round. Now. I think one of the things that we should try and work towards, not just for the Oilers, but the other teams too, is like, if you present these people as people, if players have personalities and you understand where they're coming from, I watched a show this morning called the shop. Have you ever heard of that? It's a LeBron James show. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. LeBron James has a TV show. I don't know. That's why he became a Laker, I suppose. He's going to be in Avatar 2, too. But he sat down with Drake in a barbershop and f- some other dude I didn't recognize. Great interview. Unbelievable interview. Yeah. And they sit down and talked about real life. Not like real life here, brought to you by our friends at Rig Hand Distilleries, but actual real life. Drake's talking about having a kid and how his sketched out dad wasn't the best. And LeBron's talking about his dad. And I'm like, this is unbelievable content beefing with kanye yeah it's the push best. Tea. Oh. if you saw yeah. adam larson sit down with somebody and be like man did i get stressed out when i got traded for taylor hall everybody here had such high expectations i bet you expectations would shift and people be like well larson doesn't seem so bad well yeah that's why i like following all those dudes on uh, on instagram yeah. like you follow a guy like adam larson on instagram he's got a hilarious sense of humor mm-hmm. but does that ever come out through the oilers channel itself never not a chance and i think in the 80s when we decided to stop writing the operations manual for the oilers organization 1989 i believe is when we stopped working on it it was a totally different world there was two television channels we still said videotape yeah good years you didn't have to put out a lot of content because the small amount of content that you did put out was vacuumed up and there wasn't a lot of other things to do. Yep. Now we live in a world where there is an infinite amount of channels. Rappers have cooking shows. Everybody has a camera in their pocket. Everybody's streaming. Yep. People are watching beat casts and this, that, and the other. The competition for mind share is insane. You can watch any. Remember back in the day, you could only watch local sports on TV, the occasional national thing. Yeah, yeah. You can go on Sportsnet Ocho and watch bloody cricket from <laughs> Mumbai at three in the morning. Like, if you want to watch sports and you have a television, the Oilers are not your only choice anymore. Yeah. Well, even I remember like A Channel. Do you remember when A Channel used to have oh, yeah. Oilers yeah. games and they were like, we're broadcasting five games a month or whatever? And we're like, wow. Holy shit, five games. Yeah. Otherwise, you had to sit there, theater, the mind style, which was awesome, listening to Rod Phillips. Well, we were very fortunate of course, to have Rod Phillips call the Oilers games of the yesteryear. But nowadays, I don't know what their listenership is like, but like, unless you're rolling around in your car, being able to see every single Oilers game is now a certainty. Have you ever done the <laughs> For thing? better or worse. <laughs> you go to a lot of games. Have you ever done the thing where you're just sitting in the arena and you're listening to Jack or whatever? For sure. When I used to go to the games with my grandma in junior high, she was blind. So she rocked earphones. Yeah. And I remember like one season in being like, well, what, why don't I have earphones? So I got, and at the time this was exciting, a two earplug port Walkman. 
Ooh. And wow. then we both listen to games. It adds a lot. Kind of sure. Nice. It adds a lot to the experience. I've never done it. I've always wanted to. Jack Michaels is a phenomenal play-by-play. I like Jack Michaels. He does a very, very good job. He gets you fired up. And listening to him beef with Stoffer is quite entertaining. Oh, the best. <laughs> I find that to be. You see Stoffer's tweet that he deleted from the other day? What was he? Was he drunk? I don't know. We but should I read that. Kept it. Yeah. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, you know I did. Get did you see that. this, Jared? No, I did not. It's pretty fantastic. He goes, this is 724 local time. So he would have been, that would have been nine. After the game. This is Saturday night. Yeah. Or uh, the 12th, whatever the 12th was. Friday. Friday night. Oh, this is before in, the matinee uh, game. In New York. Friday okay. night in New York. 7.30. So he's, it's 9.30, 9.30 in New York. And yeah. he comes out with, all right, Oilers fans, this is how it works. Guys know what they know. Larry Robinson defers to Montreal and New Jersey. Defense first. Gretzky and Coffee in Edmonton. Offense. LA. Stevens can stell the story. BS. It reverts to Daryl Sutter. Defense. That's hockey. <laughs> <laughs> he got ratioed so bad. But like, you got what? Ratioed. So like, if you look at Twitter, right? And you, you pull up a tweet and somebody gets ratioed, it'll have like 2,000 replies. No retweets. Oh, three favorites. Ratioed. Ratioed. Okay. But oh, yeah. his ratio was hilarious because it was just 300 people sending GIFs being like, what the hell are you talking about? The best. <laughs> And then it was gone yesterday. Even can, Dusty Nielsen chirped him on Friday night. It's the best. You can never surrender those tweets. You got to just leave them out there. Yeah, why not? What was he trying to say? I don't know. Was he just drunk on? He put some words out there, though. That's for sure. I love talking down to Oilers fans. I love like, this is how it works to start your tweet and then just Kanye West levels of gibberish thereafter. Thank you, Bob. Thank you for telling me how it works. That's hockey. What it is in this situation, I assume, is this is how an announcer drunk at 930 in Gotham talks when they're 0-2 to start the year. Yeah, it was the best. I loved it. Stoffer. But like you said, just own it. Yeah. Like if that was my tweet, and Lord knows I put out some drunk tweets that sure, are just ridiculous. The course. next morning I look at it and go, whew. That was a bad one, Baggy. Worst. But you, Shut her you down. leave the blood on the blade, though. You don't yeah, take of course. them off, right? Of course. Yeah. Just leave it up. Yeah. Little hieroglyphics in there. He's like yeah, writing right? ring dings or something. Put a put a triangle. Get the Illuminati people on it. They're involved. Right? Trilateral commission. Oh yeah. Bilderberg group. Oh, I know all of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we could do a whole podcast on the stuff we know. There you go. That's this the table. next podcast. Yeah. What do you think about people freaking out, Bag Milk? That Kate's was there. I thought that was so funny. I thought it was hilarious, too, because there was two camps, right? Mark Spector came out and was like, oh, my God, Daryl Cates is at the game. You never see him. Jim Matheson jumps in. He's like, you never see Daryl Cates at the game. He must have flown in for this. And then John Shannon ruins everything. was like, actually, Daryl Cates has been living in New York for a little while. Uh, he's probably just going to see the game. Yeah, because, you know, he owns a team. Yeah. And he didn't sit with Gretzky. No, but they said they showed up together. So where was Daryl? Well, he probably in a box. Yeah, but where? Who's he sitting with? That's what I want to know. It's probably in the Dolan box, I'm guessing. There's like a informal G code that when they're visiting yeah. owners in town, especially for a shit matinee. They'll hook him up. Yeah. Get him up top. I loved seeing Dolan talking to Gretzky in the stands, though. That was mildly alarming. Yeah, a little bit. What you got to do, Wayne, is use the Knicks <laughs> as your prototype thing. Just completely disconnect from the community, throw garbage <laughs> contracts at everybody, and hope rappers wear your jerseys in videos to spur merchandise sales. I haven't been wearing Knicks jerseys for a while. And D- Gretzky, when he was talking, I love the shot they showed where he's just like kind of like listening, but not listening. And they're yeah. even sitting in the same row. God almighty. If there's one owner not to talk to, it's Dolan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Guy. You know what? I feel bad for Wayne. 
he just wants to be playoff party Wayne. Yeah. We need to get him back there because I miss the reactions. I miss the gifs. I miss all that. The dancing Wayne. Dancing Wayne's the best. I love how dialed into games he is when he's watching. Right? Like even that conversation with Dolan, he's like, "Uh Mm uh-huh. Knicks, Charles Oakley, poor decision. Okay. Yes. But he's like (laughs) watching the play the whole time. In the playoffs, like the gifts you mentioned, Bag Milk, they were so good. The best. Because he's dialed in. Of course. He's 84 Gretzky. Hell yeah. Just in the stands. Of course, man. It's the best. I love watching Wayne get excited. I like when he's pissed off that something goes bad. I liked basically having an ISO cam on him for two months. Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. I also loved the interview with Trevor Gretzky with Principe. A little bit toned down. That was good. Need some energy. Well... Did you watch that at all, Jared? No, nope. just no. It's all right, buddy. Don't worry about that. You don't need to worry about no inst- in- nope. intermission interviews. Me and Bag Milk at this level, crazy. First of all, I love that Trevor is making a movie with Wahlberg that is funded by Alibaba, the giant internet website. <laughs> yeah, it's the best. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> oh man, I love that Principe was just throwing him softball questions, and mm-hmm. Trevor wasn't having it. Like. Yeah. Ever watch your mom's movies? He's like, yeah, I watch them all the time. She's amazing. She's the reason why I'm an actor. What I felt bad for Trevor was when he's like, yeah, so uh, now you're making movies because your athletic career didn't pan out. Oh, and you actually see Trevor wince like, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I had to get two shoulder surgeries. And it'd be tough, though, being Wayne's kids and trying to play sports. I don't care what yep. sport it is. Do you know what I mean? Learn how to code. Yeah, that's what I would do for sure. Yeah, if I'm Wayne, I'm telling Paulina to learn how to code. The Gretzky kids from all I've ever seen are remarkably nice kids. Sure. I know Rick from the pint knows the, uh, the Gretzky boys and he yeah. says they're great. Very nice guys. And Trevor, like he's a minor league baseball player. Yep. That's still good. Better than I do. <laughs> like we were talking about this yesterday. We were watching the game on Saturday. A buddy and I were watching it and we said, you know, the funny thing is about like a guy like Brassois or a guy like Delorier or a guy like Dubnik who are garbage, quote unquote, in an Oilers uniform and then go somewhere else and kill it. Let's say there's, what, 31 teams, 62 goalies in the NHL. Let's say that that's 60% of the top 100 goalies in the world. Is that a fair statement? Sure. So if there's 100 really good goalies in the world, 60% of them are playing in the NHL. Probably. If you're Devin Dubnik and you're playing for a defenseless Oilers, Mm. getting shelled all the time, and you're still a starter, and then you go to a team like Minnesota, which plays the trap, and actually is going to like stop stuff from getting to you and clear away rebounds. You are largely the same exact person. You went from being the 40th best goalie in the world to the third best goalie in the world who won a Vezina that year. Yeah. You could take 1993 Patrick Waugh and put them on the 2012 Oilers (laughs) and that motherfucker will get lit up. And then he would get chirped. Uh Uh-huh. Edmonton fans are ruthless. We do not give these guys enough credit and this is part, I think, humanizing players, but we do not give them enough credit that even a crappy oiler is still an unbelievable hockey player. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Do you remember former oiler Mark Fistrick? Yes. Played a cup of coffee here. Of course. A little bit. I used to play shinny with him. Yeah. And he was dominant. It's not like Mark Fistrick, the guy who was in and out of the lineup, can't play hockey. He dominated all of us. And, you know, that just kind of shows the level like you're a guy that's in and out but you're still way better than anybody. Oh, for sure. Like even just uh, last week, I think it was, maybe two weeks ago, George LaRock, it was the anniversary of when he got that hat trick for the Oilers. Oh, that was amazing. And you're just like, fuck, man. He just like a nice little dangle in the finisher and you're like, big George could play. Yeah. Looked up his stats. He had double digit goals that year. Like, man, forget about that. It's too bad Jay's not here because he'd tell the story about playing with Kelly Bookberger, retired edition. 
Kelly Buckberger went out to men's league and was unbelievable. <laughs> like bar down, lights out, yeah. fighting fit, skating circles around everybody in their mid twenties. Like he was amazing. Yeah. I mean, these, these guys are in the big show for a reason, right? The worst player in the NHL is still better yeah. than anybody we know. Yeah. Well, that was like uh, when John Scott got voted to the all-star game a few years ago. Yeah. Everybody, there was two camps. People were like me. I thought it was awesome just because the spectacle of yeah. it all. Whereas other people were like, fuck John Scott. He doesn't deserve to be there. And he comes out and says like, listen, it's not like I won a scratch ticket that I got to the NHL. Yeah. I busted my ass to get here. Yeah. I can still play. For sure. I just think that, that and what the sanctity on. of the all-star game has been destroyed. Oh, heaven forbid. <laughs> oh no. Who's going to win the Honda pilot afterwards? Heaven forbid they have fun at the fucking all-star game. I think the players loved John Scott being sure. There. I remember them lifting up on their shoulders. MVP of the game. Did they lift yeah, him up on fantastic. their shoulders? Absolutely. It was, it was a little, there was teetering there for a little bit. Big, I was big scared. Boy. He's a big boy. He's a big boy. He won the car. Let's take a break. We'll come back after this real life podcast. Have you got holes to dig, earth to pack, and roads to build? Then you need to call Jabba Machinery Group. Does your equipment need a service? You can't fix stupid, but here at Jabba Machinery Group, we can fix everything else. With a full range of parts to keep your equipment running smoothly, Jabba Machinery Group is a family-operated and Alberta-grown business. Here to help build a bigger and better Western Canada. Give us a call or visit us at jabbamachinery.com. Jappa Machinery Group. Join the family. We're back. Real Life Podcast brought to you by our friends at Jappa. Talking about equipment, talking about service, talking about it doesn't matter if you got a J-14 and took it up past the Arctic Circle up to Equalute. J-14 mm. works well up there. They will come fix your shit. Hell yeah, they will. They'll be there in a flash. You need a 650? They'll get you one. <laughs> They're there already? Mm-hmm. Damn right. Mm. 920? And the 930. Yep. The 9.30, that shit breaks down. Well, you got to be careful. Well. Got to just ease the levers, as it were. Up and down, <laughs> forward, back, spins. This guy gets it. <laughs> he get it. Yeah. You and I wouldn't last an hour in the real world. No, no. I'd sit down in a cockpit of some sort of piece of equipment. There'd be four levers there. I'd be looking for the send button on Twitter. Doesn't, doesn't exist. Does not. Thank God Jap is here to service people who have real jobs. I am so jealous of people with practical skills. Mm. Like the ukulele? Sure. It's a great skill. I mean, it's it's something that uh, our friends at Japa, they probably don't care about a ukulele. But you can the fix it if it broke. Probably. I can't fix shit. You know what I have to do? Buy a new one. Mm. Part broken. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can live with broken shit for a long time. I went six months. This is no joke. I went six months without fixing the faucet in my kitchen mm-hmm. because one side was leaking. Mm-hmm. So I just spun it to the other side and used that one. Doesn't happen to what me. What are you going to do? I'm like this. I Occasionally, a third party with some fucking sense will come into my life and take a quick assessment of how I'm living and be like, what? what, what huh? <laughs> E.G. Example. <laughs> when we moved into Wanye Manor 2... We're three years into it now. Nobody would lived in the house for like a year. That's why we got a deal on it. Mm. And they'd winterize the house. So all the toilets were like taped shut. Do not touch. I left that on the one in my ensuite for five months because I didn't know what you had to do, but the one down the hall worked. So I would leave and go down the hall and then come back. <laughs> Said don't touch. One day the Jay's walking by. He's like, 
why the hell do you still have your toilet tape shut? I'm like, I don't know. It says don't touch. He's like, that's not for us, you idiot. That was for when the house was empty for a year and a half. I took mine off day two. I'm like, well, it wasn't on the one down the hall, so I've been using that one. He's like, you've been walking around the corner for months? Makes sense to me. I couldn't work for a Jappa. I couldn't work for anything that I have to use my hands. People call me out and be like, hey, the flangulator's broken on the J14. I'd be like, well, fuck it. Don't use it then. Yeah. Just use the backhoe down the street and borrow that. You set it on fire. Jared, are you a guy who knows everything and fixes everything? You seem pretty on top no. of your shit. No? Uh, like little things. Like if your car breaks down, do you know what you're, do you have an idea of what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. I pull out my phone and I call AMA and they will come and fix it. See, that's as where I'm far at. as I go. That's where I'm at. Yeah. I can fix yeah. Lego. Lego? My son, if my son's Lego comes apart. I don't know that that's necessarily fixing Lego. Stacking I think that's Lego using bricks. Lego. Yeah, well. If it's if it's built and it breaks, then it needs to be repaired. That's fair. That's I was fair. bad at Lego too. I don't, like, I don't have. How can you be bad at Lego? I don't have patience for puzzles. Lego's not a puzzle. It's not sure, a game. What's that? It's not a game. No, I don't have it's patience real. for that. Lego's real. No, not to me. What'd you play with as a kid? Uh, Myself. Ninja Rim Turtles. shot. Oh well, plenty of that. <laughs> plenty of that. I no, saw uh, Alien. I get it. Wow. Uh, no, Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles is my jam. Ninja Turtles. Action figures. Give them to me. So you just sit there and work out mock battles between Splinter and Donatello? Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. Play a little sports. That's true. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of time in the old Wanye household devoted to sports as a child. What were you doing when you were a kid? Reading. See, I didn't get into reading until I was in my 20s. Really? Yeah. It wasn't for me. No, fair enough. What are these books for? Get out of here. I was wow. dialing up. Dialing up. One yeah. strand at a time looking at photos. You know what I'm talking about. Wink. That's right. April, Jared, what'd you do April, when you were a kid? Were you busy? Were you a busy guy? Uh, yeah. A little bit of sports. Yeah. A little swimming. Any hockey? Nope. Bad. I played Good one man. I played one year yeah. in the roller hockey league when it started in Edmonton. Jeez. The first first year. Of course. And oh, then, the, uh, at the soccer center in the West End? No, it was uh Northlands. Oh. In the uh the Sport X. Back in the day. Unbelievable. Yeah. It was great. Roller hockey. Roller Remember that? Hockey. Yeah. Remember how Pat Maroon came to I was going to say, he could have been the next Pat Maroon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pat mm-hmm. Maroon, former oiler, he cut his teeth in roller hockey. That's really? Right. That's how he made his shit happen. So Remember there was like a his... roller hockey league out in California and they played outside? Yeah. Was there? Yeah. yeah. Was this a Mighty Ducks thing? I feel like this no, was from no, the Mighty no, Ducks. No, no, no. It was like a legit Like on the league. beach. Like yeah. I remember like Long Beach having a team. Yeah. And everybody's sitting there watching outside. That's not how you're supposed to watch hockey. No. Yeah. I'd be into it though, sitting in the sun. Probably can't drink though. You want to hear something crazy about rollerblades? Did you know they were invented in Edmonton? Really? They were. They were invented by a U of A professor. No way. Yeah. Who was trying to design like a rehab technology for skaters. Makes sense. Amazing. Sure. That guy's rich. Oh, hell yeah. You invent rollerblades? Or is he one of the people that sold Apple stock, you know, for 300 bucks? Ronald Wayne. Mm. You know about Ronald Wayne? The guy who sold 10% of Apple for oh, yeah. it was like, grand or something? Yeah, something stupid. Like $15 billion. Was and and uh, Jobs hired him to be the adult referee in the company. Then turned out he was the bitch and they had to let him go. <laughs> Ronald Wayne. Oops. I love that how they did that one documentary with him when they were in Vegas and he got to like have a limo and they were going down the strip with him and he's like, I don't regret anything. <laughs> yeah. You fucking lie, Ronald. Yeah. You are lying. Every morning that guy looks at himself in the mirror and just shakes his You could head. have admin access to iTunes. Yeah. You could decide what's going on. He could have everything. One. He could have whatever he wanted. Companies, though, always shake off shady early founders. Like the original founder of Tesla. Ever seen that guy? No. 
He's like still pissed. He's like, yeah, Elon Musk came in here and pushed me right out of the company. Like, buddy, what are you even talking about? Like, you've been running <laughs> Tesla for a decade and you had like one operating vehicle and now he's brought it to the masses. Tesla Kila now. Oh, man. You see that? They're going to release a tequila from Tesla. Alcohol? Yeah. Elon's getting it. Why? Poor Elon, man. Like, what? Yeah, because he made a joke about, was it on Insta or something, but it showed him lying against a three series or model three or whatever the hell. Yeah. yeah. Sad. He claimed the company gone bankrupt. <laughs> it was April fools. It was April fools. <laughs> and he had a bottle of tequila and people wouldn't leave alone this idea of Tesla tequila. They got to give Elon a vacation. Yeah. They just need to let him do his thing. He goes, he goes to burning man every year. That's not a vacation. He needs like three to six months to reset his shit. He's the smartest human being of all time. He's in my smart. mind. And not just in like engineering prowess, but actual like business acumen and willpower to force yeah, it yeah. into being. PayPal. The whole thing. Huge. I've listened to the Joe Rog- Rogan podcast with him twice. Yeah. I still don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Oh, he's talking about the electric jet and lift. I'm just way too dumb. Like if I was in a room with Elon Musk, I wouldn't even know what to say to him. You made your car dance. That's fun. <laughs> That's all I got. It'd be a tough one. I feel for that guy. So he needs a break. Otherwise, we're going to be putting out flamethrowers and tequila and all sorts of other bullshit, and we're never going to get that flying jet. I assume you've seen that uh, documentary Slingshot about Dean Kamen, how he invented the Segway, and then now he's basically putting all his effort into the water crisis, oh, like getting clean water for everybody. No. Yeah, it's on Netflix. It's called Slingshot. We write that down. Fantastic documentary. Okay. But what I didn't remember about the Segway is that they were labeling it as like the next big thing. When it was called it, individual yeah. transport. Yeah. I remember that. It's going to change the way people travel. Yeah. I've still never been on one. Not once. I went on one in Orange County and fell off twice because I was mostly drunk. And despite the guy who was the ho- the guide saying, don't worry, no one ever falls off these things. I did. A branch hit me in the face as I was going underneath a tree. And I also took a corner too close. I've seen a lot of videos on YouTube of people hilariously falling off those things. And then so. the president, remember how yep. he went off the cliff and sure that did. was the end of that. Yep. That's not, That's not just a myth. No, no. Oh, man. they don't know if it malfunctioned or if he took the Segway off the edge. Somebody Bonnie had a little remote control. Yeah, well, maybe. Or Thelma and Louise. Thelma Away they go. Oh, it's mm. a good flick, right? Great movie. Away they go. Yeah. Brad Pitt. Young Brad Pitt. A very young Brad Pitt. <sighs> An unknown Brad Pitt at Handsome the time. Devil. I just watched Legends of the Fall the other day. Oh, featuring movie. Eric Johnson. Exactly. Young Eric Johnson, friend of the nation. Yeah. Played young Brad Pitt. Filmed, filmed in Alberta. When I remember talking to Eric Johnson on Google chat very early on in the nation, he's like, if you ever uh, need anybody to help write for you, and I was like, are you kidding? We have three writers. Fuck off. (laughs) And he's like, oh, I should also mention I'm kind of famous. (laughs) And I was like, okay, what did you do? And he just went, young Brad Pitt and Legends of the Fall. And I went, whoa. One of the nicest dudes ever. Nicest guys. And he is actually a legitimate. He's in Ireland right now filming Vikings. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's awesome. He's a working dude. You remember the show, The Nick? Great show. Great show. Clive Owen. Amazing. The best. HBO. Did a lot of heroin or morphine, something like that. In the Not show. real yeah, Eric. Yeah, yeah, TV Eric. He's amazing. He always plays a bad guy. Fifty Shades. Miss Milk went and saw the Fifty Shades movies he's in. Oh, yeah? We've gone to dinner with Eric. And then she's coming back. She's like, I don't know if I can go to dinner with Eric anymore because he's so mean in that movie. You went to dinner with Eric? Yeah, when he's in town. Is he left-handed or right-handed? He's a right hand. What did he order? Uh, ribs. Did you keep any of them afterwards? Of course. Ah. You can sell those for a good price. Do people recognize him when he's out? No. Which is I super think, interesting because yeah. we were at, there was a group of us. We went to meet, uh, meet on White Ave. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, Eric was just kind of like, it's kind of interesting going out with him because it's like, we're technically the same species, but you're just way more handsome than everybody mm. else here. Mm. Don't so sell yourself short. All these, all these, uh, like the waitresses and shit, they go over there and they're like, what's the deal with this like guy that's with you down at the end? We're like, do you know who he is? No, but I'd like to. I was like, oh, God bless. <laughs> God bless. He's got this big fucking Viking beard on too. It's the best. Oh, you went out for dinner with him in Viking mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause he was contracted. He had to have that thing on for like two years or something yeah. like that. I feel like he's one of those guys and gals for that matter, but they have like the sprinkling of pixie dust on them. When you see them, you're like, who the hell is that? Like they just have the self-assuredness of somebody who he, he's just an interesting dude. We, uh, we interviewed him on North by North Gretz a hundred years ago. Yeah. I remember that. And he was telling us about like how his first ever commercial, he was in junior high or something like that. And it was for like a Nerf gun. And he goes back to school just being like, yeah, I was in the Nerf gun commercial kind of thing or whatever. And everybody's like, I don't care. Get out of here, actor guy. I was like, really? I would have expected everybody's like, so cool. You're yeah. in a commercial? Yeah. Kids are haters, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Big time. I remember a kid I was in kindergarten with won a Corvette, a draw at uh, Safeway. And like he left and then he came back into the room and he was like, he got called down the office and he's like, oh, I want a car. And we all had to clap. Right. <laughs> so we're like five and we're clapping yeah. and we have no idea what we're clapping for. And he said, I remember him saying, not then, but later, like, well, I, my mom sold it and I get the money when I'm 18. Because I don't think the entry form had like a 18 or over condition on it. Mm. Well, fast forward to grade 12, I'm in his high school and I went up to him and I was like, hey, do you get your Corvette money from Safeway now? He's like, <laughs> I do get my Corvette money from Safeway now. And then I proceeded to tell everybody. Yeah. I remember my boy, Jesse, still remember his name, Jesse. Mm. 13 years ago, he won a Corvette. Kids weren't impressed. Haters. Yeah. And then another girl at our high school won the big Power 92 contest. Remember back in the day when Power 92 yeah, did crazy contests? Show got me like my money. Jeep and you got a shopping spree. A girl at our school won that. That's awesome. I remember her coming into school and then her new Jeep Cherokee. And I like ran out of class. Woo, here we go. We know a rich girl. Nobody was impressed. I think being happy for other people is like a seriously deficient thing that people have or don't have, I should say. Really? Yeah. I just think everybody's just like, mm, how does this affect me? How does this affect Maple Leafs? Oh, man, I love people around me doing well or people that I know because then when I'm lying awake at night, I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do? I'm like, well, there was that girl who won the Power 92 contest back in grade 12. Her shit worked out pretty good. Maybe you're the next one of that. Oh, man, Power 92. It's called the Chuck now. Yeah. I think if you're going to rock a 90s music channel of nostalgia, you bring back Power 92. Absolutely. And bring back Maynard. Remember that guy? Yeah, you bring back the phrase that pays. Bring back yeah. shotgun Sean Evans. Boom. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you that's know him. the guy that we're supposed to talk to about podcasts. Shotgun Sean? No. Nope. That's Matt no. Mahler. Different guy. Sorry. Oh, Matt Mahler from the Bear. Or and Rick D's Sorry. doing the countdown. Oh. Get Weekly out. top 40? Rick Absolutely. D's. He's playing disco duck whenever he wants. Fuck. Fucking right. Damn right. Let's take a break. Real life podcast back after this. Sumojerky.com. You've been through the gas station. You've seen all the flavors. Teriyaki, black pepper. Maybe extra hot, sweet chili. That's about as exotic as it gets. But if you subscribe to Sumo Jerky at sumojerky.com, check them out online, enter your preferences. They source out the finest small batch handcrafted ma and pa jerky from all over the world. 
They have all your favorite flavors, but it's high-quality, handcrafted versions of your favorite flavors, and they get exotic as well. Exotic jerky from exotic animals, or play it straight and stick with beef. Enter your preferences at sumojerky.com. It shows up once a month. Deliver it as a gift if you like. Have it sent to your work for a little pick-me-up during the day. Sumojerky.com. Follow them on Instagram at sumojerky for pictures of their meat. Or sign up for the service yourself, sumojerky.com. Once a month, meat delivered right to your door. It's the home delivery service you didn't realize you need until it started showing up. My favorite day of the month is Sumo Jerky Delivery Day. Sumojerky.com to get started. We're back. Real Life Podcast brought to you by Sumo Jerky. At the break. We crushed our Sumo Jerky Yeah, it went quick. Yeah. Yeah, Real fast. Good, good flavors this month. Yeah. The habanero one was good. Yeah. Spicy. You thought it was hot though, right, Jared? Yeah, I found it. I found it spicy. I like spicy things. Sumo Jerky's cool, hey? It's very cool. Ah, oh, sweet. If you can't trust guys on your podcast to give you a square <laughs> assessment of your exactly. online snack business, who can you trust? I would say it's the best mail order jerky in the world. I'll be honest with you. It is rated number one. Yeah. A I guy hit why. me up asking me this week if I wanted to buy his subscription jerky business. Mm. Mm. We came out in 2014. It's a quarter of the size of sumo jerky. I laugh. I laugh at his reach. I laugh at his subscriber base. Sure. He made a bunch of ads. We were looking at those beforehand. Yep. Super weird. With the Arby's dude. Very strange. It's a very competitive industry, snack foods. Especially the jerky market, I would imagine. Mm. Delish. I look forward to it every month. Now, at the break, while we were figuring out what we're going to talk about, I apologize to all 11 people listening to this show because we <laughs> have 15, talked about... 15. 15? 15. We have talked about nothing. Yeah. People rely on us. Bag milk, do you know any breaking news about the Oilers? Uh, Anything huge coming down the pipe? Maybe a dry sidle trade? Anything? Yes. Ooh. No. No. I was looking around during the break, trying to figure it out. All that the people are talking about is the power play. Power play and the fact that McDeezy's involved in all five Oilers goals this season. The tricky thing about this show, Jared, is staying positive one. Yeah. Because we're not going to talk about a negative shit. What was the name of that comedian? Uh, Guy Fieri. That's the one. He came on the show and he was about to drop some negative bombs. And I was like, no, sir, not here, not now. Yeah. So in the absence of good Oilers news, we have to talk about other positive shit okay. tangentially related to our business or company. Yeah, yeah. It's a tough one right now. They're one and two. I, I can't feel re- good. I feel great. Because you know what? They traveled. I think Terry Jones tweeted out something like 17,000 miles or whatever. To play so three far. games. To play three games. And if they can get out of Winnipeg with two and two, man. It's a long drive to Winnipeg, though. Crazy long drive, especially since they don't have an airport. Well, the yeah. airport shut down. Yeah, they had to fly from New York back to Edmonton because they were in Edmonton. Now yeah. they're flying to North, uh, flying to uh, somewhere. Why couldn't they land on the Red River in uh, some sort of seaplane? Not frozen yet. Oh, uh, in a seaplane. Well, they could have. They could have. Kate's, where are you at, man? Got to be smarter. He's in New York. He can afford a seaplane. When people are like, oh, the Oilers have five goals in the season. McDavid's in on all five. You know what I hear? Connor McDavid's off to a good start. Connor McDavid's off to a great sure start. Is. Looks fantastic. Looks amazing. I can't get over the hair. The hair is in mid-season form. It looks fantastic. Flowing out the back of his helmet. Whipping around. It's great. Like I can't wait to see what he looks like when he's 25. Oh, he'll be, he'll be dead fire sexy. He'll have 11 wristwatches on, each more valuable than the last. Mm-hmm. A pendant of his own face. And a, I'm imagining like, like Takashi 69. What's that? Like, like a big yeah, yeah, like a diamond piece? Jesus piece, but it's his head Ooh, going nice. Woo. I would make Jesus piece. Exactly. Can't say that. We can't say McJesus. Yeah, we offended can't. Mrs. McDavid. Yeah. What else? I mean, I laughed about everybody tripping because Cates was at the game. 
Yeah, it turns out he was just in New York. I'm glad like, John Shannon had the sense to set everybody right. Well, I wrote about it in the wrap up because I didn't know that yet. I saw yeah. that the tweet after, and I'm like, there's two things that are going on. One, and it's more interesting, if he flew across the country from wherever he lives at the point to just go to a matinee game, really angry. Angry Daryl, I like it. Fire everybody. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, or maybe he was just in New York because he's like a business businessman doing business things. Yeah, it's not like he sold a billion-dollar corporation to a company headquartered in New York in the last 36 months. I love that people hate on Cates for... And this is, again, this is like why people hate on the Oilers because they don't get any information about the Oilers as people. If you are a billionaire, you are on the move. Sure. Because you got all that money. Mm-hmm. And people are like... Dale Kane's the terrible oiler because he has a house here in Valley View and I rarely see the lights on. And as a result, I really don't think he's paying attention to the penalty kill. Give me a fucking break. The guy owns the most expensive house in LA. He owns the most expensive house in Edmonton. He's probably not staying at the Ramada when he rolls into New York. Mm. Let the man enjoy himself. Yeah. And you know what? It, uh, what drives me crazy are the people that say he doesn't care. Yeah. Dude shelled out, what, a billion dollars yeah. in salary alone yeah. since buying the team? You're telling me he doesn't care? Sure, the Oilers Quarter make billion. money. Quarter? No, six, 600, bottom 08, 11, 70. Yeah, 700 million And then US, just in salary, Canadian. too. Oh, for sure. Oh, inclusive of, yeah. So but this is his own fault because he's got a, all, all Edmontonians want is a fair shake and a sure. f- square deal and to be told the legit truth. If he did one interview a year where he's like, I am fucking working on this, people would be like, who would you have re- interview him? Like if Daryl Ron sitting- McLean. Rob McLean. I was going to say uh, George Strombolopoulos would be good too. Oh yeah, he'd be all right. Probably sitting down, just kind of have a chat. Jared, what do you think? Like if somebody's interviewing Kate Nardwar, Nardwar Nard- oh, would be great. Give him a good yeah. gift. Yeah, absolutely. He'd be like, here's your underwear from grade six. He'd give him something from Yogan Fruz. Remember Yogan Fruz? Yeah. You know, Kate started that. <laughs> really? Exactly. Man. Did he really? Yeah, this guy. Loved Yogan Fruz. Loved it. Sold it off. Wow. It's not playing around, man. Man, frozen yogurt's legit. It is. Ron McLean sitting down with Kate's would be an amazing interview. I think it'd be really good as well. John Shannon interviewed him. Yeah. It was. Yeah. He looked very tanned, as I recall. Oh, Daryl did? Yeah. Of course, man. He's probably got tanning beds. Probably. Or he's just out there living and his vacations. life. Playa. Living his life in the biggest backyard in Malibu. Yeah. I've seen uh, some yacht footage. Oh, Maybe yeah. Maybe he's out yachting. Oh, right? yeah. Well, careful. That means something. Does Ooh. it? Yachting? I don't know what anything means anymore. Like I, can't I said say videotape I, to a guy who's a pro. I know. I can't you, say I party anymore. We're talking oh. about breakfast is something bad now. I can't. I can't say anything. You I'll tell you what. Yachting breakfast? is off the air. No. Wow. We told a. Oh story. yeah. Somebody I get offered it. a special K. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. You want? You like to get wet? What would you want Kate's to do right now? It, I, I thought I had a funny tweet. I'll pump my own tire here. Thank you very much. Because if you aren't self promoting in this day and age, you're fucked. I said, how hilarious would it be if Kate's just strolled on the bench mid game, took over, and expertly coached them to a nine point nine two win, and then was great. like, "That's how you do it, boys." And <laughs> That'd then be great. <laughs> or if he just gassed everybody mid game. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you, 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 you fired, oh. and then he stood behind the bench like mm, with like an old fedora on, like yeah. watching the play. oh yeah smoking. Mm plaid jacket like a tweed plaid jacket yeah. just ask if there's any coaches in the crowd or if like he just went and got like a stem cell research program in hgh and just beefed up the 80 oilers till the point they could play again oh yeah and then signed them all to ptos and then just re-iced the 80s oilers who wouldn't want to watch that have you seen how good a guy like schwarzenegger looks oh it looks great for sure they could get like mark lamb back on the ice yeah why not maybe not gretz moose is looking fight and fit Oh, Moose is Moose wants to play too, probably. He's raring to get out there, throw an elbow at somebody. Get out of town. Legit if you're Daryl Cates right now, bag milk. Yeah. Congratulations, by Thank the way. Thank you. 
I'm what? very rich. Oh, are you? Thank you. Congrats on the arena district. Well, I've been working on it. The buildings are going up. Yes. You Stand were here. Tech Tower opened. Amazing. You were here for that. Thank you. What would you do? What are you going to do to fix this thing? Well, first of all, I'm going to get Connor in his penthouse. That's true. And then I'm going to build one of those funiculars from Connor's penthouse to the arena. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to go outside mm-hmm. anymore. That's step one. Genius. Step two is whatever else Connor wants. I'm going to take care of that. I'm going to go clear up his tab. At the would casino. you meet with him annually? I case? think that, yes. Do you think he does? Why wouldn't you? You built a district around this guy. Yeah. You are investing $100 million over the next eight year. Ka-ching, Connor. Yeah. I think you should. Yeah, I think you should too. Because I want to know his unfiltered takes. I want it to be like, if I'm Daryl Cates, I'm sitting across from Connor McDavid, I'm just be like, carte blanche here, bro. Tell me. And then you can just get whatever's on Connor's mind without having to have it filtered by like, oh, my coach is here, my GM's here, whatever. See, I think we're seeing an interesting thing with Cates that works in most businesses, but doesn't work well in professional sports. If you delegate something to somebody, you have to respect the chain of command. You can't just be like, oh, you're my manager of all the car dealerships, but then go on the lot and start selling cars out from underneath your manager. You have to put a team in place. And then if you want to change the team, you have to change the team, but you can't go around the team and start fucking with different parts of the business because having somebody in there putting his fingers on all the little pies that he wants to, that does damage way more often than not. Well, we've talked about Warren Buffett a lot, you and I, that's the Buffett play. Buffett play. Nobody calls Berkshire Hathaway because they got all they need, money. Yeah. And then he's just like, he'll buy a business. He's like, you're doing your thing. We'll talk. Whenever. And short of Kate's rewiring his brain and becoming the 31-year-old GM of the Maple Leafs. Mm. And I know a lot of people are like, well, he should fire Kevin Lowe. Really? Do you really think Kevin Lowe is still making calls around here, folks? Yeah. It's, it's, the Kevin Lowe thing is always weird to me because people never going to let it go. No matter what he's doing. Yeah. Like he's working on, you know, whatever it is he's, he's in doing. in community foundation initiatives and shit. I don't think Kevin Lowe is making any calls. Well, is he consulted? Maybe, sure. Yeah. But like, he's not making calls. He's not being like, Shirelli, this is what you should do. And you can't fire Shirelli too fast because like part of the Oilers problem was the revolving door of coaches. Sure. You got to give a GM, what, three to five years to do his thing? No. Well, Shirelli would go if it was up to me. If okay. I'm Daryl Cates, okay. if I'm playing Daryl so Cates you right would. Now, You'd fire Shirelli today. Yes. Well, I would have fired him in the summer. Who? Don't say Keith Grinsky. Who would you replace him with? Do not say Keith Grinsky. The guy I would have targeted is the assistant GM from Nashville, Paul Fenton. That's random. Why? Look at how well the Nashville Predators have been run since their inception. Okay. And this guy has been the right arm to David Poyle the whole time. And I'm flexing. I can't say I'm flexing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's been the right arm to David Poyle the whole time. Sure. You tell me he hasn't learned about swinging big deals and all that shit? I remember when they brought in Steve Tambellini because he was the right-hand man of the Canucks forever. But they were a trash organization, though. No, they weren't. They were the pride of the Pacific. They were trash. What was his name? team in the Pacific. I know. (laughs) Steve Tambellini? No, no, no. Paul Fenton. Paul Fenton? Yeah. I think that's his name. I'm probably going to fuck it up. Somebody's going to be like, that's not Paul Fenton, you dumbass. No, that's Paul Fenton. I got it. Yes, nailed it. First try. Thank you. Thank you. That's why I have the goggle machine up in front of me. I'd give free popcorn to everybody. At least free popcorn. This is what I've decided is the new play. If Rona can give away free popcorn, you can give away free popcorn. I would get Rona to be the sponsor. Hell yeah. I would go and make little tiny bags of popcorn for everybody, and I would nonstop pump up the fact that you get free popcorn. And I think that would fix the problems. 
All people really want is something for free in this day and age, bag milk. When you're dropping 35 clams on three meatballs in Loge, free popcorn would be nice. What about the Gretzky Lounge? You see that? I did see that. So that's the old lounge up by the Loge they've redone into a sports bar. I guess. This shows me the arena is not working the way they thought it would. Really? Why? Because they would have designed it as the Gretzky Lounge from day one. See, I thought they just lost title sponsorship of whatever that area was. I don't think it had a sponsor. I think it was just called Curve. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't that it? Yeah. I went in there a few times. You ever go in there? Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. It was nothing to do. Terrible. Now you can Why spend you 70 bones there? and you get a buffet. But I get to see a Gretzky jersey. Yeah. Sure. Mm. Hmm. Maybe Which the Warriors. St. Louis Blues? Oh, you got to go Blues. Have to. Yeah. No, the Gretzky and Friends All-Star Tour. That's the jersey I'd want. Remember <laughs> I that when see he's put the, together his own team in the 94 yeah. lockout and wheeled around? I want to see his Pro Stars jersey. Yeah. The serial TV show. Right? Classic. If Bo I'm knows. Trevor Gretzky, that's what I do. I bring back Pro Stars. Bo Jackson the, needs the money. I go to the yeah. Gretzky Foundation. I assume they have a trust of some variety. I get the money to bring back Pro Stars, and I market the shit out of that. That's right. Pro Stars are good. I can remember the taste right now. Yep. Mm. Little stars with a hole in the middle. Pro Stars. There was two cartoons I watched on Saturday morning. One was the NKOTB. Of course. Have to. I thought you didn't re- watch TV as a child. Hey, man. I was a kid. I, you know I'm watching my three channels. <sighs> Saturday morning cartoons. Kids and in the block? Yeah. Pro Stars. Hammerman? I didn't watch Hammerman. Hammerman's good. That was a great show. Do you remember the MC Nintendo cartoon, cartoon where the guy always had a fucking phaser in his pants? Oh, oh. J- just as an aside, said to Jason Cleveland right now watching football, and I said, anything you want me to say to the people on the podcast? He goes, no, just say the F word a whole bunch so people don't miss me. <laughs> Doing my best. Doing it. My there was a Nintendo show, remember? And the guy always had a light phaser or whatever in his pocket. Speaking of Nintendo, my old man, he's clean. He, he just bought a new house, so he's cleaning out his old place. Uh-oh. He calls me, and he's like, I got three boxes of Nintendo Power magazines. Do you oh. want them? So good. Yep. Nintendo did you Power. get a lifetime subscription? Oh, we had a subscription. Absolutely, we did. Because there were some that they came with Game Genie codes yeah. in the back of the magazine. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We're cheaters at the Bag Milk House. I remember. Assistance. It wasn't assistance, cheating. Yeah. It was assistance. And there were tips. Yep. Good tips. 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 Walkthroughs. Do you remember the shorter, the, the pamphlet Nintendo thing you could get sent to your house? It wasn't Nintendo Power, but it was like Nintendo Power Lite. <laughs> And it was just like a brochure about yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. Basically, in the 90s, if you send something to my house, either me or my brother are going to get it. We both had Columbia House for like six years, <laughs> spending $40 a CD until we were <laughs> Unbelievable. 20. Unbelievable. Yeah. Nintendo Power, same thing. Give it to me. Love it. There was an option on Nintendo Power to subscribe for life. <laughs> yeah, which is a terrible And I remember idea. looking back. Yeah. Papa Wanye, which we'll call my dad, he made two very astute decisions on my behalf in my life. The first one was, Dad, I want to get Nintendo Power. Sure. I want to get it for life. Nope. You're not going to care in five years. Why don't you just get the two-year option rather than, but I want it for life. It'll be done in five years. That was one. Yep. Number two, at the height of the hockey card craze, I was showing my dad all my hockey cards. I'm like, check it out. I'm richer than you, son, because you called your dad son in those days. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, look at these Ed Belfort rookie cards. These are worth $30 each. And my dad was like, really? For sure they're worth $30 each? I'm like, anyone will buy these for $30. I have a Beckett magazine here that says $30 for an Ed Belfort rookie. And he said, fine, let's go sell four of them. And we went down to White Ave to wherever the hell you went, Warp One or whatever it was. And they only gave me half the Beckett value for them. And I was livid. And my dad <laughs> took the money, put it in an envelope, put it above the fridge, thus making a 10-year-old Wanye unable to go and get that money. Mm-hmm. And like a year later, he came to me and was like, hey, 
here's that Ed Belfour rookie card money. Do you want to go buy them back? Because that was his whole thing. Sell them now. You can buy them back because no one's going to give a shit. And I was like, dad, hockey cards are so last year. I'm super into pogs now. That's how I'm retiring. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't like keeping stuff. Like the Smitty shit we got on the walls are all pretty rad. But, but this those is cool. This is in this your office. Like, yeah, this isn't monetary value. This is like Ryan Smith's Moose Jaw Warrior jersey signed yeah. the night he retired in Moose Jaw and Oilers Nation was the only people there covering his retirement. Yeah. yeah. That has a ton of sentimental value to me. My sister went to a Christmas party with Jay and it's good he's not here so I can tell all sorts of stories about him and he doesn't listen to this podcast because nobody does. And my sister <laughs> says to me, you won't even believe what happened. We went to that Christmas party and Ryan Smith was there. And so my sister is like me. If you see somebody of note, you run in the opposite direction. And she said, and Smitty just looked over and saw Jay and went, hey, Jay, come over here. And Jay was like, whatever. <laughs> that is a sports memorabilia of priceless value. The fact that Smitty knows who you are in your head and wants to talk to you in a social situation. I couldn't live like that. I got to give my plan, though, was I wasn't going to talk to him. I was just going to gaze at him from afar. And that was enough for me. Gregor introduced me, so I'll give a shout out to Gregor. I get nervous meeting Gregor, and I've known him for 11 years, let alone going and talking to <laughs> Smitty. Jesus Christ. Guys like Gregor and Jay and those guys are just like not wired to think anyone's better than anybody. I think a lot of people are really good. Yeah. Like if I went to the ranch and bumped into Fesser, mm. season 21 of Fessy, 21 of Big Brother, I'd yep. be starstruck. Sure. If sure. I saw... Dylon from season three of Making the Band. Do you remember Dylon, 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 Dylon. I'd be thunderstruck, even though he probably works at a car wash, which nothing wrong with that. <laughs> uh, I miss those Making the Band shows. What was the Canadian one? Like Sugar Crush or something like No, Sugar. Oh, Danity Kane. Yeah, that was that one. Then there was Velvet Empire. Oh, the, the names too. Velvet Empire. Oh, the best. Oh, it's, it's like they fantastic. just took a random word generation machine and went, here's our demo. Spit out two terms. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's how Post Malone got his name. What? Yeah. He put his name, Austin Post, in a rap name generator, and it spit out Post Malone. So did Gambino. He did a Wu-Tang, uh, Wu-Tang name generator. Childish Gambino. Wow. Yeah. That's rad. Yeah. So that rem- Wow. That Really? Yeah. Let's call it a day. All right. Everybody who listened to this, please send a note via Twitter to us and we will redeem you for one hour of your life back because we have fucked you over this week. Goodbye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.